now, and now, and now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. That's right, an edition of the show that I used to not be able to really talk about. Man, I used to not be able to bring it up. When we were on YouTube, I would not be able to talk about this thing for fear that I would immediately have my channel put down. That they would yank me off the YouTubes. And little did I know, I should have just went ahead and done it because it was coming anyway. I mean, I kind of knew it was coming. But there was just part of me that was like, man, if we can stay on a little longer, there's a lot of people we can reach on here. But whatever. Just so you know, if you are just now joining back with us and wondering what happened, YouTube pulled our channel down the other day because we called Dr. Fauci a liar. Which is actually proven. We, we've, we, we can not only prove that he's lied, but we can prove that he's lied under oath as well. Which is a crime. That's right. YouTube covering for a criminal. But that's neither here nor there. You can find our other YouTube channel. Uh, OTL Burner Account is the name of that channel. Maybe a little hard to find because I think we've got like 15 subscribers on there. But nonetheless, you can go check it out. Subscribe. We will post some stuff on there. But it's going to be selective stuff. For obvious reasons. It will not be this show. Because this show, we're going to break it down for you. Okay, let me talk about this first. Right before I started this podcast, Joe Biden came out and made a speech. And this was a speech about something we told you was going to happen on yesterday's show. We told you we planned on Joe Biden coming out and announcing that he was going to implement some vaccine mandates, right? And even though it's a little dicey, even though it's kind of like illegal and unconstitutional, he wanted to do it. But this is going to be just for federal employees. Now, I actually had a couple people tell me that he's not going to do that. And, you know, if you are a believer in, in the things that presidents or Joe Biden in particular say, then you wouldn't have believed me either. Because you would say, no, Andrew, Joe Biden already said that he's not going to mandate vaccines, that he's not going to even mandate masks. He would never do such a thing. He told me so. He said it himself. He would never do that. We played that audio for you yesterday with Joe Biden saying he, in fact, would not mandate those things. Let's see if we've got it. From yesterday's show, Joe Biden said absolutely not. We would never mandate vaccines. And honestly, we wouldn't even mandate masks. It's weird hearing myself talk from an audio clip. On the show where I talk. Sorry, that was that was strange. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. I'll do everything in my power as a president of the United States to encourage people to do the right thing. And when they do it, demonstrate that it matters. <laughs> so uh, there's Joe Biden. Letting you know he would not mandate anything, mask or vaccine. He's just going to do his part to let you know that it matters that you get the vaccine. 
that you need to get it. It's his job as president to not mandate it, but to convince you that it is best for you, for your health, for your family, and others around you to get the vaccine. Today was a little bit different, or maybe it was a lot different. Because Joe Biden made a speech, a lengthy speech, maybe 45 minutes, which can be a lifetime for somebody like Joe Biden. Even though he's reading off a teleprompter, it takes a lot of guts to do what he did. He announced new initiatives in getting people vaccinated. Those initiatives included forcing employees, I mean employers, to give employees paid time off to go get a vaccine and paid time off to go take their family members to get a vaccine. He encouraged employers to uh, give $100 to every employee that would, in fact, go get vaccinated. But maybe the best of all, he let everyone know that they will be forcing all federal government employees to get the vaccine. That's right. And if you refuse to get the vaccine, you will be tested twice a week. You will be forced to wear a mask at all times. And you will be forced to social distance. Also, also, you would not be allowed to travel for your work. But he didn't stop there. Of course he did. This will also go for employees of companies who have government contracts. Now, this, of course, isn't a mandate because you can just quit your career. You can just quit the thing you do that provides for your family, possibly build your retirement and hold your insurance. You can just quit. I mean, if you don't want the vaccine, that's fine. Just quit. That's a whole lot of people that are now being bullied into getting the vaccine. And that's what this is. This is straight up bullying. Now, the Constitution is getting in Joe Biden's way. Let's make that clear. And that's why he's so adamantly against the Constitution. This is why Democrats are against the Constitution. The only avenue they have at this point is to bully you into getting a vaccine. First of all, as I stated yesterday, you're humiliated. You're called names, nasty things if you do not get a vaccine. You see it all over the Internet. You see the top political figures saying that you're not that smart. Joe Biden said that himself. He said, not, you're not as smart as I thought you were. Ooh, sick burn. You get called all these names, and now your job's going to be threatened if you don't get a vaccine. Or we're going to entice you by giving you money and paid time off. None of which will increase the numbers of vaccines in this country. Chances are the people that have refused to get a vaccine thus far are not willing to take $100 to change their mind. They're not willing to say, well, I mean, I was concerned about my life being at risk, but the $100 is totally worth it. Or a day off of work is totally worth me getting the vaccine. No, it's not. Nobody's going to do that. But even after all that, Joe Biden did not stop there. And I know this is going to shock you. He goes on to talk about how he really feels like 
private companies, states, really the whole country should mandate vaccines. And that even though he, the president, and the federal government has not mandated vaccines across the nation, that he really hopes he can. He just doesn't know if they can do it yet. That's right. But they're looking into it. Well, I'd like to see them continue to move in that direction. And that's why I'm trying to ask the Justice Department to determine whether that is, they're able to do that legally. And they can. Local communities can do that. Local businesses can do that. It's still a question whether the federal government can mandate the whole country. I don't know that yet. Wait a minute. So you're asking... You're asking the DOJ, the Department of Justice, if you can do it? What does the Department of Justice have to do with anything? They're the Department of Justice. They, they go after crimes. They prosecute people. They have nothing to do with vaccine mandates. The Constitution dictates that. The Supreme Court dictates that, not the DOJ. Unless you're talking to the G- DOJ uh, uh, about, hey, am I going to get arrested if I go ahead and pop this executive order out here? That's about the only question that the DOJ is going to be able to answer. The Constitution is literally the only thing standing between us and this. I heard, I was listening to Leland earlier today, and he made a great point. And he said, one of the most patriotic things you can do is question the government, which is what's going on here. The people that don't want to get the vaccine either have concerns about the health risk concerns about how it was rushed, or concerns about how hard the government wants you to take this. Because a lot of us don't trust the government. Even when Trump was in office, we didn't trust the government. We had most of our trust in Donald Trump because he seemed to be doing the right thing, but everyone around him and everyone in the federal government seemed to be working in the opposite direction. We don't trust the government. So when y'all get so antsy pushing this vaccine, wanting so badly for us to get it, we start to get a little suspicious. You're getting real, real suspicious. So that's where we're at. And the most patriotic thing, as I said, you can do is question your government. It's literally the basis of the Constitution. Everything in the Constitution is built around questioning and pushing back on the government when they go too far. And that's what they're doing here. It is literally the meaning behind the Constitution. Right. So what's the deal? What What's the deal? Not to mention, again, I, I'm reverting back to yesterday's show. I talked to you about how nobody's given us any explanation, any real medical details about the Delta variant. Other than it's more transmissible. That's all we know. We don't know anything else about it. We do know numbers are way down. But they're using these scare tactics as saying it spreads so much easier. That it now affects kids. And even the vaccinated people can get it and spread it. It was odd because Joe Biden spent this entire speech blaming the unvaccinated people for what's going on now. (laughs) 
for what's left of this pandemic. Why are the unvaccinated people at fault here? If the vaccinated people can still spread the virus, they're at fault too. That's why the CDC put out guidance yesterday saying that we're going to need some of y'all to start putting masks back on. They actually released a map today of the areas that need to start wearing masks indoors or outdoors, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Look at this. There's the map. It's literally three quarters of the country. All the reds you see there are the places that the CDC says you need to start wearing masks. Although, I'm curious about this little bitty dot right here in Alabama. That's, uh, what is that? Uniontown? With a population of 86 people. Are they all vaccinated? You know what? That map also looks very similar to the the electoral map of 2020. Ironically enough, the CDC just happened to pick out all the Trump places. But why are the unvaccinated people at fault if the vaccinated people can still spread it? Because that's what we're worried about. That's what we're combating is the spread. This is all show. This is all games for them. If you look look at it on its face, and this stuff is really simple. You don't need some scientific explanation to understand what's going on here. You understand. I know most of you guys listen to the show. You understand what Joe Biden and the federal government are doing. It's all about control and power. As far as where we're headed with this Delta variant, the thing is, if you look at what the UK, what Europe has gone through, we have almost mirrored what they have gone through. We're just behind them three to four weeks. If Europe goes through a spike, three or four weeks later, the US goes through a spike. If they have a dip, three or four weeks later, we have a dip. Well, three or four weeks ago, Europe had a spike with the Delta variant. And guess what? Things are looking Gucci right now. Things are looking good in the UK. Boris Johnson is lifting restrictions. They're looking good. They're confident. So guess what's about to happen here? The same thing. We had our spike, which wasn't really a spike. It was a slight rise in cases and fatalities. And it's going to start going back down. No new mask mandate required. No goofy incentives for vaccines that aren't going to work. No rights and freedoms being taken away. No more bullying needs to be done. It's going to go down. It's the natural progression of this thing. We've watched it. Over and over and over again. All you got to do is look over the pond and it tells you what is coming. I know that sounds very simple and very, very um, non-scientific, but it's common sense, and common sense will take you a long way. History will tell you what the future holds, and that's what you do there. But that's what happened today with Joe Biden's new guidance for COVID-19 vaccines. A bunch of hoopla, a bunch of taking a big fat dump on the Constitution and stripping your freedoms away, all while ruining your confidence in the vaccine itself. 
because they're going to make vaccinated people wear masks. You know, I, I, I had this moment today where uh, the mask stuff, the COVID stuff, and capitalism ran head-to-head with each other. So I'm not doing Uber. Uh, there's a concert coming up in Birmingham tomorrow night. It's the band Fish. And I don't know if you guys know the band Fish. They've been around a long time. They're kind of a jam band with a super loyal fan base. They're like juggalos with tie-dye shirts. They're juggalos for hippies, right? Well, I pick up a guy, and uh, I don't know who he is. He's an older gentleman. And we're going on. I'm like, man, it's hot out here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, we just came from Arkansas, and it was brutal. And now we got to wear these stupid masks all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what are you guys doing out here? He's like, oh, uh, I'm in a band. We're playing at Oak Mountain. I'm like, well, that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big venue. What's the band? He's like, fish. And I'm like, okay, I've heard of fish. I couldn't tell you what any of their music is, but I, I, I knew about them, and I knew they had that loyal fan base because I know some people that are all about it. I later found out that Trish used to travel around and go to their shows and even had a custom license plate uh, that said gone fishing or something like that. But we chit-chatted or whatever, and then I got took him back to the hotel, and then I picked up another lady who was with the band as well. She was the financial manager. And she got in, and we did the small talk. Hey, how you doing? I don't have my mask on, although she does. And she's like, are you not going to wear your mask? And I'm like, oh, 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 my bad. And if somebody asks me to wear my mask, I'll do it. I put it on real fast, and she's she explains to me. She's like, yeah, we just... We're adamant about it. We're wearing them outside, inside, wherever we go, wherever we're in front of other people. Everybody on this tour is wearing a mask because if one person catches COVID, this whole tour gets canceled. We're, we're, we're out millions and millions of dollars if one person catches COVID on this tour. And uh, that's not going to be good. And I'm like, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. That's worth wearing the mask, by the way. To salvage your tour, it is, in fact, worth it because it could ruin the whole thing. So I get that. It's a financial thing. Whether masks work or not, which in large communities and and large populations, they do not work. Maybe it works better in smaller settings. I don't know. Whatever. They even had like eight or nine tour buses because they had to spread people out so much. But anyway, I thought that was interesting enough and wanted to bring that up for you real quick all right before i get into this this is the reason you're watching this video and it's about joe biden not really winning the 2020 election i'll explain that in a moment first let me remind you about vapor forge out on 280 that's right my boys who do so much for me and do so much for you their life mission tony and his life mission in creating this store was in fact to save lives. Even though Joe Biden's up preaching about vaccines, preaching about saving lives, he is not doing more than Tony. And Tony is doing 10 times more than Joe Biden to save lives by opening this store and making sure you guys can have a safe alternative to cigarettes. Now, I'm not allowed to say that they're a safe alternative, but in my opinion, they 100% are. And I wouldn't lie to you especially when it comes to tagging my name to something. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham, 205-874-9010 
is the number right next to Bailey Brothers. They've got every vape thing that you would need, uh, flavors, juice. They've got Delta 8. They got CBD. They got Delta 10. And one of these days, I'm going to explain, for some of y'all that don't know what that is, I'm going to explain it to you. Uh, we'll, we'll say it's from the CBD family. But it is 100% legal, and it uh, really attacks and, and helps a lot of your ailments. I assure you of that. I know many, many people that use it. Also, patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who still up and going. This is going to help us out so much if you guys will come on here and just sign up if you donate $5 or $50. Just give us something that we pour back into the show and keep getting the word out. You will get exclusive content on that page. When things happen, like we're ripped off of social media, when we're ripped off of YouTube or whatever, the people that are signed up for Patreon are the first to know because these are the people we get in touch with first. These are our core group of people. So we make a post. You can check it on a regular basis. We post as much as possible. And uh, whether it's exclusive content behind the scenes or some sort of important message that we need to let you guys know about, it will be there so check that out as well all right that was a little long-winded but i need to tell you about joe biden and his cnn town hall now this is something i was going to talk about when i was on the radio on monday but i never got around to it but i was really excited to tell you joe biden with don lamont in a town hall on cnn talking about the issues of the day Joe Biden making some weird statements about Democrats sucking the blood out of babies, which maybe that's what he's been doing this whole time when he comes over. We thought he was sniffing. He was actually sucking the blood out of babies. But he and Don Lamont and CNN came in last place in ratings for news channels the night Joe Biden had his town hall. They heavily promoted this thing. Even I saw it. Heavily promoted this town hall with Biden. And nobody watched it. They were thumped by Fox News and even finished with smaller audiences than MSNBC, which is hard to do. The Biden town hall, moderated by Don Lamont, averaged only 1.5 million viewers from 8 to 9.30 p.m. This is our half-long gimmick. Fox News got double that. MSNBC averaged 1.6 million sets of eyeballs, which is kind of low, but they still beat CNN. Uh, and that pushed CNN's town hall to last place. All right, so the people, this is what's important. The people that buy into this liberal mainstream media propaganda there was more of them that were watching the other propaganda network and not the one that actually had the president on it. How bad is that? So, it, <laughs> in other words, you, you had more people watching Chris Hayes and Rachel Maddow talking about Trump than you did people actually watching the president address issues. That's bad. That's real bad. And that's exactly how we know Joe Biden didn't win the presidency. It's exactly why. 
Because you don't get the most votes out of any candidate in history and not be able to attract eyeballs. You, they want you to believe that Trump was the most hated president in history, right? And nobody got better, uh, better numbers than him. His viewership was through the roof no matter what he did. Everybody was watching him. But Joe Biden can't get people to come to a rally. He can't get people to watch him on TV. Nothing. Do this. Next time Joe Biden's doing a speech, go to his official Facebook page, the official Joe Biden Facebook page. They'll have a live stream of it. It'll be the official White House feed. And just look at how many people are watching at any given time. Two, 3,000 people. 3,000 people out of the 81 million that voted for him. And the vast majority of those 81 million people likely have Facebook. If you went that far, which means there was a lot of people voting that don't normally vote, if you went that far to vote for Joe Biden, you wouldn't be interested in what he says? Whether he's on CNN or he's on a live stream on Facebook. Y'all are all staring at your phones all the time. So why has nobody watched him? Because nobody voted for him. At least not 81 million people. That's how we know Joe Biden did not win. You remember the stats coming out of the election with the bellwether counties and and the amount of votes that Donald Trump got as far as an incumbent more than anybody else. The fact that he had broken records with Hispanic and black votes. He crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. With the votes that they actually counted. Who knows how many more there were. Trump beat all the odds. All of the odds. And now we know what happened with the election. Joe Biden is getting nothing. Nothing at all. There's no way. No way that happened. And it just so happens, Donald Trump, again, you go look at the electoral map. It's almost all red. Joe Biden just got an exorbitant amount of votes in about four or five cities. And nobody seems interested. I would like to know in, in these areas like Fulton County and Philadelphia and Maricopa County where, where all these votes just poured in for Joe Biden. I want to know what the viewership numbers for those areas are. Because I bet you they're even worse than this. I can almost guarantee it. It's how we know. All the records that were broken and Joe Biden got the most out of anybody in history. Nobody believes that. And then and then we get to a point where you can't even talk about the shadiness that happened in the election. Why do you think they're so adamant about silencing us about talking about election fraud? It's not because the January 6th insurrection has nothing to do with it. It's about not talking about it because it's so obvious. If you could get the people that they're keeping you from in a room, explain to them all the details of what happened on November 3rd, they would at the very least start scratching their head and go, you know what, that is kind of shady. 
because there's so far you can go to reach somebody. A lot of these people seem like lost causes, and that's the case for some. But once so many coincidences happen, they'll start questioning it. For instance, here's an example. Buddy of mine, super big-time liberal, identifies as a socialist. He is, he, th- he thinks Republicans are horrible people, the, they're conspiracy theorists, Trump's an awful person, blah, blah, blah. He's Democrat all the way. Not the biggest fan of Hillary Clinton, but he, he voted for Hillary, and uh, he was willing to take four to eight years of Hillary over Trump. When the reporter here in Birmingham took his own life, allegedly, the same reporter that broke the tarmac meeting with Bill Clinton back during the election. He's the one that broke that story. He then moved to Birmingham, started reporting here at our local ABC channel. When I told my friend that this guy committed suicide and he was the tarmac reporter that is associated with the Clintons, he said, okay, that's starting to get a little shady. Because of the long list of suicides related to the Clintons, he finally said, you know what, there may be something to this. He denied it all along. He'd argue all day and night about how this stuff about the Clinton crime family, Clintons are killing people, it's stupid conspiracy theories. But once I told him one more, all I had to do is give him one more example. And he was like, well, maybe it is true. The point being... Once you can show these people what happened on November 3rd, show them point after point after point, you're going to get to a point on that list of where they say, okay, that's too many coincidences. There's got to be something to it. Or you can show them the video of Democrats saying the exact same thing about 2016 that they won't allow you to say now. You can't talk about election fraud. You can't talk about the 2020 election whatsoever. But what did the Democrats do for the past four years? They did the same exact thing. Fraudulent election. Cheating. Faulty voting machines. Literally attacked the Dominion machines. And said they've got access to the internet. They've got remote access. They can't be trusted. The things that we get ripped off of social media for. Just listen. Here, here's, here's the example. I'm going to play you several examples of Democrats doing the very thing that they say we're not allowed to do. This is absolutely fascinating. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines, um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states. I think it's also critical to understand that, as I've been telling candidates who have come to see me, You can run the best campaign, you can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. 
I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. But researchers have repeatedly de demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tempering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should. It's like applying for a job and getting 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software which would make a machine like that you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day, and history will probably sort it all out. In a close presidential election, they just need to hack one swing state, or maybe one or two, or maybe just a few counties in one swing state. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling them. The American people deserve to know whether Donald Trump is either A, a legitimate president, B, a Russian asset, C, the functional equivalent of an organized crime boss, or D, just a useful idiot who happens to have been victimized by the greatest collection of coincidences. He says in this new book just out today that the Russian attack did sway the election, that Donald Trump would not be president but for that attack. And he says the Trump campaign helped in the attack. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president who got illegitimate foreign help. Donald Trump is an illegitimate president. He did not win the election without help from Russia. You will see this, and he knows he's illegitimate. Every time you mention it, he freaks out. It is the individual voting machines that some pose, that pose some of the greatest risks. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines, right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. Yep. Yep. The things that you're not allowed to say. Democrats have been there, done that, a hundred times over. They spent four years saying the same things that were insecure about that election, this election, are the same things that we're insecure about that election. That's why they don't want you to talk about it. Because they don't want you to be able to pull up that video I just showed you. And say, look, it's true because they had the same, very same concerns. This video should be shared far and wide. Or this audio. Whatever you're listening to. If you want access to that video, I'll put it together for you and make sure you can share it. The same exact things that you are being banned for, Democrats have done it. And they were not only allowed to, but they were promoted. Those ideas were promoted on social media. They were shouting it from the rooftops. But now... Can't even mention it. That's it for this. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Uh, make sure 
Coming up, whenever you're watching this or listening tomorrow, tomorrow there will be a guest appearance by yours truly on another podcast. Now, I don't know exactly how it's going to go. It may be awful, but you need to listen to it. Make sure you look up the Mark Harvard podcast tomorrow, Friday, July 30th, 2021. That podcast will be released. Very excited that Mark asked me to be on his show. Excited to see what happens. So make sure you check that out. I'll post links for that as well. So keep an eye out on social media. Make sure you're adding us on all the platforms, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter anymore. Twitter's such a cesspool. TikTok. Uh, what else we got? Twitch at OTL Show. And then what's the other one? Patreon. I've already told you about Patreon. Make sure you add us on all those platforms. Most of it is at Andrew McLean, who, except for Twitch, which is at OTL Show. So hook it up. And until next time, see you, cools.